Did You Have To is a proud member of the But Why Though podcast community. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Did You Have To. I'm Nisha. I'm Kate. And we are the podcast where we review and rate all of our favorite and not so favorite, well actually not so good, live action anime adaptations. And this week we watched... Roroni Kenshin, or Samurai yeah. X, if you are in Japan. Yeah, oh yeah, they did call it that, yep. it was, didn't they? Huh. I guess if we get more specific, Roroni Kenshin, part one, colon, origins. Yes. From 2012, or yeah, 2012. Fun fact, I almost watched part two on accident. <laughs> Fun fact, I want to go watch part two after watching this. Oh, for sure we are. I mean, we can't just start a trilogy and not... Right? I mean, that's my plan is eventually we'll just throw them in there. So this is part one of a trilogy, guys. So we'll be back with more of these. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, I so. do want to apologize really quickly uh, for our missed our missed week of being on for an episode. I was at PAX West um, and grossly underestimated the amount of stress that that thing would put in my life. <laughs> um, great stress, happy stress, but yes. still stress nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, who got who got to play jump force? Yes. Oh, yeah. and my team, if you must know out there, was Vegeta, Ichigo, and Rukia. And uh, our next episode after this will be on Bleach, so I feel like it's fitting. Yes. I'm just like that team is the team I would have built. Yes. This is how I know we are like meant <laughs> to be like friends. Like, I mean, I, I feel like soulmates is strong, but <laughs> I feel like it's the only way I can find that appropriate. I want to say we're doppelgangers. Yeah. But I know that's not also correct, but it's, <laughs> you're my doppelganger. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the closest we could get. Um, but yeah. also, I have to tell you, girl, Rukia's specials are so good. Oh, I so cannot good. wait. I cannot uh, wait. I'm just excited we have a woman in a video game. Yeah. Like, we, like, Android 18, I was, like, pretty hyped about, you know, Android 21 and Android 18 mm-hmm. and, like, Dragon Ball Fighter Z having actual arcs and, like, an actual story mode. Um, so, that, I'm ecstatic that Rukia made the cut, so now I'm kind of like, oh my yeah. god, what in this? Like, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> like, what other female fighters can we get I'm thinking of all the expansions I can pitch, oh god, all yes. of the things I can send to Bandai Namco, how can I talk with y'all, because I have mm-hmm. some ideas. Oh, um, look, this is our chance, <laughs> this is our chance to get our Sailor Moon RPG adventure fighting yes. game. I'm just saying, I have thought about it, it makes sense, everybody still loves Sailor Moon. It makes complete the adults, sense. The children do it for us. Like, and look, and you get that, so much money because you can run it as like kind of like a 90s, just like the 90s base game, right? And then yes. you can release an expansion pack that is just crystal and it's like, bam, look, your work's done for you. You just made a crap ton of money. Yep. Look, we're just saying, I mean, I don't need a lot of money. You can just hit me, you can just hit me with a solid 50 so I can pay off these two loans. 50 grand. 50 grand, that is. But... And kick up and kick back, but why though? A bit of money too. <laughs> Can't you work out your own deal? Um, um, I'm gonna just ride just your saying, coattails here. <laughs> hey, I, I'm trying to make us some money. So Bandai, Namco, whoever we gotta talk to, make it happen. But I'm excited. I'm happy for you. I saw all the pictures and I followed along. I had a little bit of, you know, um, I won't say haterade. That's wrong and outdated. Um, yeah, I was How like, old are you, yeah, Nisha? I'm 26. I'm the same age as you. Sure, I know. Sure. <laughs> um, but no, I was just like, 
I was like, damn, I have serious FOMO right now. This is why I have to get it out of my shell <laughs> and travel more and do these things because it looks so fun. Sorry, Matt is putting the dog in the crate for some reason. Hold on. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't hear her barking. I heard your snap. Yeah, because she kept going. She kept trying to get it because I haven't hit her. Uh huh. Are you done? Get, no. Okay. <laughs> then you continue now. I'm so sorry. Oh, no. That was all I had. Um, but yeah, so before we go down our usual rabbit holes and <laughs> of nonsense and randomness, because me and Kate use this show to basically catch up with each other's lives. Um, yeah, so let's get into it. I have the Rotten Tomatoes uh, comment from Chris Michael. Uh, don't know who that is, just a random person that came up. And I think he's the, no, he, other people commented, but it was the top one. So behind the adolescent storylines, gleams a well-shot swordplay spectacular Featuring a scene-stealing turn from Munetaka, oh, oh god, I messed that up, I'm gonna skip that name, as the little John meets Ryu from Street Fighter 2 sidekick with the eight slab of blood metal. <laughs> I just really, I enjoyed like, the second half of that so much, I, I screwed up that name, Munet, Munetaka, Munet, M- no, M-U-N-E-T-A-K-A. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Okay, give me. I think the last and the other name is Aokoi. Munetaka Aoki? Yes, thank you. (laughs) That was way too much damn anime, (laughs) y'all. Apparently, I don't pay attention enough to names. That's my problem. No, 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 no. I just have written a lot of fanfic back in my day. That's another thing we have in common. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, keep going, keep going. (laughs) No, that's it. But also, you guys would never find my fanfic, huh? It's oh, it is on like some dead forum or possibly still a live forum, but on like the 90s internet. Because I, fun fact oh. about Kate, I actually did write Roni Kenshin anime. <laughs> there you go, guys. You mean fan fiction? Oh, you mean fan fiction? oh, yeah, yeah, fan fiction. It's cool. I wrote um, Samurai Shampoo fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. It's, it's rated M. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say mine wasn't. <laughs> I'm just like I'm too okay. embarrassed to even go back and look at those things because I'm like, what the fuck was fifteen year old me thinking? Fifteen <laughs> year old Kate was thinking a lot of things. Um, okay, okay, we gotta stop Same. here before people start looking stuff up and yeah, bringing it onto the internet of current day. I have a brand yeah. to protect Nisha. Um, I do. <laughs> Don't y'all go looking for nothing. Um, Anywho, so yeah, that was their review, and I can't agree more. I enjoyed this movie a lot, more than I thought I would. Um, I will confess, I watched the dub version, because it was by accident. I just rented Ooh. the dub one first off of iTunes. <laughs> I was like, oh, there it is, and that's what I get for not reading. But the dub was not terrible. Really? Okay, so I... It was not bad. Okay, so I rented the Amazon Prime one, and I think I have both in the mm. one that I have. So I may go back and watch the dubs because uh, these older movies, you actually get it for seven days on Amazon Prime. Damn. Sponsor us, Amazon Sponsor. Prime. We use you. See? <laughs> yes, please, please sponsor us. We love you. Um, but yeah, I did iTunes because I had a gift card for iTunes. Oh, so I was like, nice. well, I'm that. Yeah, I have an iTunes gift card that I use for like everything <laughs> until I run out of that money. Um, so just keep chipping away at it. Um, but yeah. 
So I was just really surprised at that. Yeah, but yeah, let me know if you notice the difference that much. Oh, I definitely will. Um, so just for those of you out there who don't know, Roni Kenshin Part 1 Origins is a 2012 film directed by Keishi Otomo. And the writing credits are from uh, Kiyomi Fuji and Keishi Otomo, um, based um, on the manga by Nobuhiro mm-hmm. Watsuki. Um, and this is like if you watch Toonami as a young adult, this was kind of there. A lot. I know I rushed home to watch it. Um, yeah. And the anime is cur- currently streaming on Netflix. So if you feel like getting an introduction to either the movie um, or the anime, I definitely recommend you go check out the sources for both. Um, that can kind of tell you where my feelings are in this movie already. Um, <laughs> um, um, yeah. yeah. No, not same. Toonami was my introduction to this anime, and then, like, later on, Adult Swim. But Oh, yeah. yeah. It was an Adult Swim. Yeah, and then, like, I think I honestly watched the, the one movie. See, I was always confused about where Ronnie Kinchin for a minute, because I watched the movie first, because it was on Adult Swim. Oh, the Samurai X movie? I think it was Samurai X. It looked, like the yeah. animation looked very weird. Yeah. It looked very different. And then like I was so confused. I'm like, what? Why does it look so depressed and moody? Yeah. And then I went and watched that the series, and I was like, okay, I like this better. <laughs> and then because I think there's two movies mm-hmm. that, that came from it, and I just remember one movie being like, why does why does everyone look so sad? <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see you watching the movies about him while he was Potosai and then going yeah. to like the Oro Oro Kenshin afterwards. Yeah. Just doesn't like compute <laughs> at all. I was so confused. I was like, is this a spinoff? Is and, this a parody? And like the fact that the Samurai X anime movies. Um, mm-hmm. He looks significantly older than the way he looks in the Roni Kenshin anime. Yeah. But he's younger in those. Mm-hmm. And it is like older all and types sickly. confusing. Like, he looks like he's sick. Yeah. It, yeah. it, just, it It's so confusing. Roni Kenshin Very is confusing. Benjamin Button. Conspiracy theory. There you go. Um. <laughs> True death. Um, but yeah, that was our introductions to the anime. So you guys should definitely check it out on Netflix because you know if you already have it. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, um, I do want to classify before we get into the story. Um, I have not read the manga at all, and specifically for this adaptation, and I'm noticing with this with a lot of the Japanese adaptations that we're seeing, they mm-hmm. say based on the manga. Um, there are very few oh. that actually say based on the anime, whereas if you look to um, the English ones, they're always going to reference mm-hmm. the animation over the manga. Um, so oh. if there are any things that I say are differences in story, um, just know I have not read the manga. Um, and if it's the case, like I'm only referring to like the anime as my sphere of reference here. Same. Yeah. I did not read the manga either. Cause it was just one of those where I'm like, well, I've already watched the manga. I mean, no, switch that. I've already watched the anime. Look, it's late. <laughs> um, I've already watched the anime and it already drained me. So I'm just going to, not read the manga. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah. And then uh, also, North American theaters did not get this movie until 2016 when Funimation bought the rights to the trilogy, which is Origins, mm-hmm. Kyoto Inferno, and The Legend Ends. And then they released it in 2016 as an English dub in the States. Um, so everything that it has, any of the money it made, um, it didn't make too much money, but I don't know the standard for success for anime adaptations or manga adaptations mm-hmm. in Japan. Um, so I don't want to critique that at all. Um, but it it was all based on Japanese origins. And I, I knew about the movie for a while, mm-hmm. but I never saw it and never knew how I could watch it. Same. So I knew it existed, but I did not. It's one of those things where I'm like, oh, I guess I'm never going to see it because it isn't released here or until someone buys it or like mm-hmm. But in the wonder of the interwebs, now yep. we have everything. Mm-hmm. For better or for worse, now we have everything. <laughs> Uh, sometimes for work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so should we go into plot now? Yeah, let's go ahead and do that. Okay, so if you do not know and you're listening to this as a brand new Roroni Kenshin, hopefully fan or, I don't know, I guess just in, in a nice Roroni Kenshin noob, um, Roroni Kenshin <laughs> is a story based on an ex, um, what they call kill sword in the movie. Um, I was, I'm used to the word Batosai, the manslayer. Um, yeah. <laughs> but kill sword, uh, so like an assassin, a high gun um, who was fighting for the imperial forces um, in one of the Japanese wars. Um, it's the one before the Meiji era. This takes place about 140 years in the past. Um, and essentially he, from the 10 years that the war ends to when we pick up in his story, he has abandoned that life and is trying to lead a life without death and has taken a vow to not kill. Abandoning his sword um, that had taken so many lives and picking up another sword with his, and this is kind of his his, his signature, the reverse blade. So a sword that is mm-hmm. incapable of killing because the blade that he hits with, that edge is dull. It's the backside of the blade. Um, and this brings to some really great um, fight scenes that really embrace the anime while still making it look mm-hmm. badass. <laughs> um, oh, for sure. Like, the fight scenes, top-notch. Like, awesome fight choreography all around so damn good like there's this mm-hmm. scene and oh my god we're, we're just in this okay there's a scene where like there he's fighting a whole bunch of people it's at the end while he's storming that main house and he mm-hmm. runs on the ground in a circle and keeps moving but he's like whole, like perpendicular or not perpendicular, parallel to the ground but he's still moving mm-hmm. and it just looks so good and oh my god yeah. oh so good um, I'm going to be fangirling a lot. I just want you to know because I love big fight scenes. Um, if you listen Dang. to our uh, Blade of the Immortal, you'll know that about us. Mm-hmm. This is true. We like violence. <laughs> and scary shit. But mostly violence. <laughs> it is fall. Our tagline for October. We like violence and scary shit. <laughs> but, but mostly violence. <laughs> but mostly violence. Um, oh, Lord. Um, yeah. <laughs> 
Okay. Um, so as imperialist forces celebrate their victory in the Battle of Tobofushimi, a participant known as Batosai, the Killsword or the Manslayer. I'm probably just going to say Manslayer from this point on. Yes, it's from the anime, mm-hmm. but it feels really weird saying Killsword, and I've never heard that word before watching this movie. Yeah. Um, he walks away from the battlefield, abandoning the sword, but the Batosai's old katana is not let alone, and it ends up not let alone, and ends up being claimed um, by Udo Jine. Um, and uh-huh. this is pretty much the ultimate big bad of the movie. There are multiple um, that happened, and I thought that those pieces were really well handled. Um, so we find out throughout the movie that uh, Batosai, or uh, it, I think they call him Hamura Batosai, in the in the version of his life where he's a, where he's a manslayer, and then uh-huh. he is uh, Himura Kenshin when he when we meet him in the story um, ten years later. Um, having taken this new vow and and uh he's called Roroni and the title Roroni Kenshin is because Roroni means wanderer in Japanese uh-huh. um and so it's kind of just like referring to somebody who's like a vagabond a wanderer like that type of stuff um essentially just like a person with no place to go who is just traveling the countryside which sums up Roroni Kenshin um, <laughs> so a decade later Saito Hajime and his fellow policemen investigate the murder of an undercover cop um, supposedly by the hands of the Batosai and Saito Hajime actually fought, uh, we see him in the very beginning as one of the people that is fighting uh, I can't tell if it's really alongside or against, they were both kill swords um, yeah but he was in that battle, the last battle that we see in the movie starts off with. Um, so he knows what Kenshin looks like and he knows who he is. Uh, so as much as Saito is investigating this murder as a murder mm-hmm. done by the Batosai, inside he's like, no, 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 no. I actually respect, I actually suspect Takeda Kanryu because he's this super wealthy, like, big businessman who is, like, essentially like a giant crime lord in the area at the time. You're not, you're very not wrong. And I have some things to say about the costuming that is done. Um, I do too. And and how he was like, the affliction, affliction, how he was talking. Yeah. Or like in the English dub, how he was talking. I was like, I want to compare it to the Japanese version. Oh, the Japanese, it is very weird. It's very weird. Okay. Um, Like, so I. Because the way he's like, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No. It's just the way he, like, whoever was directing the acting, I think it was spot on. He's like, give me posh, rich businessman slack jaw. <laughs> and that's what he did. It's like that, like, oh God, I can't do the voice. It's like, Muffy. Like, that Darling. vocal fry. Like, like, we have to go on a Like, <laughs> it's like that vocal fry of rich people. Um... That's what it sounded like to me, and I was just like, "God, he's giving me serious like Donald Trump vibes right now." Oh, but gosh. That, not not to spoil too much before we get ahead of ourselves. So continue now. Oh, I will say this: he wears all white, and he wears like platform shoes to make himself look <laughs> taller. It the like the costuming in this movie is astounding, mm-hmm. and it's so well done because he looks nothing like Kanryu Takeda from the anime, but you still yeah. believe it. Like you still mm-hmm. feel that because of the way it's acted. Um, this so I don't think uh, we're, we're, I don't know if we can get into wigs yet, but I don't think there were any really bad wigs. 
I think there was a bad flipper and Conryu Takeda had it. <laughs> Because his, his teeth, it, it was way mm. too white at the bottom compared to the top, and it just, it it worked. He worked it, but mm-hmm. it was very distracting at times. Anytime they did a close up of his face, him and those triplets. I mean, were they triplets? I was really confused. I, they were really either good. triplets or like three men of the same height who desperately wanted to be like him and were constantly fanning themselves. Yes, because I was just so confused. I'm like, okay. Is this the same man? Because they would, one of them would talk and then one of them would move. Yeah. And then I realized there's three of them and they're all dressed the same and they're all about the same height and they all are wearing glasses. And I think that's what kept on throwing me off. It's like, you all look very similar and like just build. So this is like really confused. This is really fucking with my brain. Are you triplets? Are, are you what all are like you? dressed the same? Pick hair, something. Like hair, haircuts, <laughs> everything was the same. And I was just like, I don't know who these guys are, if they're just supposed to be his underlings or if, like, they were characters from the anime. I was just like, all right. Yeah, so for the life of me, so I um, just kind of say it right now. What the movie does is it condenses two major villain arcs from the anime into one movie. But differently from what we've seen in other movies, I actually think the pacing does Mm -hmm. it well um, in this stance. And how they do it, um, and the linking between them. Uh, that being said, I can't pinpoint who those damn three people were. For all I know, they I are actually either. in the anime. I'm, I'm gonna start watch. I'm gonna start rewatching the anime, and I will have this answer for you later on in a later episode because I'm gonna go down that rabbit hole at some point. But yeah, I mean, if you guys know, hit us up. Tell us. I, maybe that's something we should start telling the listeners to do. Is like, hey, please fill in our you gaps. Guys know something. <laughs> yeah. Because we have them. Exactly. At D. Damn it. I always do this. Sorry. I have to write down our podcast handle because I suck at podcast handles. Yeah. If you know (laughs) if they're triplets or just three very similar looking men who are probably in whatever Conry Takeda's opium cult is, tweet us Mm -hmm. at DYHT underscore pod. Are they in the anime? Are they not? Are they just very creepy and fucking with Nisha's mind? Let us know. Yeah. Please. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I watched this while I had a cold, so I don't know. Did you watch it on um, NyQuil? Maybe. <laughs> I had, it was a hot toddy. That, that was my drink. Uh, no, no NyQuil. Just a hot toddy. So, I mean, that, that's a very good sick drink. Yes, it's the best. It's a, it's a great anytime drink. And now it's going to get colder. Ooh, oh, it's going to be awesome. Yes. Okay. Some bourbon. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Back to your okay. story. The, back to okay. the plot. Continuing. Um, so after you have this, uh, after you have this, it opens on uh, Himura Kenshin, um, who we know at Batosa at this time, um, and he arrives in Karu. What are not? He does not arrive in Karu. Oh Lord, did I really just say that? He arrives in Tokyo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> okay myself back a little bit okay he arrives in tokyo and while he's roaming the streets he ends up meeting uh kamiya karu uh or karu kamiya who is the owner of uh the kamiya kendo school which is uh underneath the 
underneath her family's swords, uh, sword style. Uh, and the dojo has been having its name, uh, pretty much just dragged through the run, dragged through the mud mm-hmm. by the Batosai because he's killing all these people. Um, and then leaving these like papers, these slips that say that it's, be- it's from the, uh, the, com- the, uh, the Kamiya sword style, like the really long name for yeah. it. Um, and essentially what this does is it, it, as the only living Kamiya, it's her job to preserve her dojo's name um, and to continue on those traditions, which um, ultimately, um, when she sees... um, when she sees Kenshin, who has his, um, like, the rice hat on, and he's looking down, and, and the, 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 like, wanted poster is the most... <laughs> the most generic thing it is just a man yep. in a rice hat and a yes. gi talk about that's what it. Is it called <laughs> profiling yeah. talk about freaking profiling <laughs> that is Jeez it it could be crap. any person um and so karu attacks him um and she is ended up um, she's proven wrong in a sense because he really is batosai he's just not that batosai mm-hmm. um and you end up getting uh, the reveal of having his uh reverse blade sword his um sakabato mm-hmm. um uh so this is actually one of the first points in the movie where I was like, oh my god, this is like the anime. Because uh, it's just mm-hmm. like the anime. And then I went on to YouTube, and there are actually a whole bunch of YouTube videos, if you want to go down that rabbit hole like I did, um, that compares scenes from the anime directly to scenes in the live-action movie. Um, and oh, it, cool. it's, it's really well done and really cool. And it kind of shows you that there is that balance between changing up a story and changing visuals to mm-hmm. help a story along while still maintaining like that spirit um and i think they do it really well in this movie because at this point when we see kenshin he's actually wearing a darker um i wouldn't even say maroon like a dingy maroon colored gi and not the yeah. bright red gi that we're used to seeing him in as like it's exactly um mm-hmm. and, and it's it it's not like he's other than his his red hair is also toned down, which is nice because I think that could have been a very bad wig um, if it was the bright yeah. red. Um, so that's toned Agreed. down as well. Um, and you get this this similar yet different looking Kenshin that works for the live action. Um and so as you move away from uh, their little meet cute, because that's what it was, guys, um, yeah. <laughs> you end up catching up uh, with Megumi uh, Takani. Um, and this is a difference from the anime. So Megumi doesn't come into the anime until later on. She isn't directly introduced this fast. Um, but for the sake of the story and for the sake of the movie, um, they end up pulling her in because... Um, uh, Conroy Takeda's arc is very much intertwined with hers. Um, and we learn that Megumi Takani is a woman who is forced to make opium, opium for uh, Conroy's, uh, like, underworld thing. Um, and she ends up escaping and turns to the police for a safe haven after witnessing the deaths of other opium makers. But she's not safe, and Urojine, the guy who I mentioned at the beginning, had taken the Batosai sword and is masquerading as the Batosai, um, who is currently employed by Conrio, ends up hunting her down and killing absolutely everybody in that police station. Nope. And it is a gorgeous fight scene. 
evil okay. as all hell and so gorgeous. And this is also where you learn that he has this like mind power thing where he's apparently trained his mind to exploit the fear in people and stop yeah. their bodies. Yeah, it's like at first of all, I have to like rewind it, like, wait, what just happened? And it's just literally he explained it like I think he said to someone like you can't control your yeah. fear. Like and so much of, and like you know I'm paraphrasing here, but I'm like damn, that that is a handy trick. Mm-hmm. But it's like people just literally a man was about to slice him. He just stared at him like gave him a stink eye, and nope. there was nothing just, nothing that that poor poor person receiving that could do. Nope, not a damn thing. And it's just like I'm it's so brutal. Like throwing swords through people's heads, hitting a man with a sword to hit another man behind him with the sword. Like brutal as fuck, yeah. but beautiful to see. I mean, we're not desensitized to people. We just appreciate a great Because fight scene. again, in anime, the blood work in anime and I would say like the blood work that actually happens in the in the Verona mm-hmm. Tension anime when you do have these scenes of violence is really well done and cuz like blood work in anime is it's not just like a blood splash, like it's very very stylized yeah. and artistic. Um every mm-hmm. piece that happens is really well placed. Um and I think we kind of mentioned it in the Blade of the Immortal review that we did and this is this is very yeah. different from that in that it's not overdone, but it's still really well done. Um, and uh, Udo Gine's um, character design is so good for this movie. Mm-hmm. And I thought that this would be a character that would be hard to bring to life um, because he has all black eyes with blue. Um, is the iris the color part? Okay. Uh, yes. Yeah, with uh, bright blue irises, and he just looks phenomenal. Um, I don't know what you thought, but I th- I really liked it honestly. Like it wasn't. I feel like sometimes with how the characters look, especially the villains, how they look in the anime, people try to really overcompensate. Mm-hmm. But I really appreciated, like you said, like the eyes were spot on. It wasn't like they tried to do too much with mm-hmm. the character. And the, the hair was like nicely played down because in the anime he has like kind mm-hmm. of longish hair and it's like yeah. grayer. Um, and this, mm-hmm. you could tell that they used the actor's own hair and like I think picked a color that really worked well with their skin tone so that it didn't end up looking just really garish like some of the wigs or hair colorings that we've seen like on our mm-hmm. long, long journey down anime adaptations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so they did a really good job of, of, of adapting the anime costume to, to screen for him. And and I, I do want to say, like, it's a lot of high praise, but it's kind of like the same praise. I did say that, like, Blade of the Immortals costumes were really beautiful, too. But I'm wondering if it's because it is in this um, this older time in Japan um, like mm-hmm. Meiji era um, I forget what, what the period after or the Meiji period is called but like um, like Edo and Meiji and um, like this time that isn't so far detached but is still old enough where you don't have to worry about doing um, like new or futuristic things and possibly like it, it's not as outlandish if that makes sense like it's it's technically not like it's technically not like superpowered people with superpowered clothes and like 
it, it mm. I don't know. It kind of has that. It, I know it's not feudal Japan, but like it has that like feudal Japan feel of like geese and samurai. And I feel like that's a lot easier to uh, portray in a movie than say, uh, you know, some other costumes. True. I mean, because isn't okay. So here's where I love history, but I still need like a timeline. So the civil, like they were having a yes. civil war, the war they were having in the beginning. Yes. So from that period, it's like because you see the contrast in costume design yes. between like the some of the townsfolk and then some of the other folks who were wearing still more traditional clothing. Yeah. So then. It's, it kind of made me think, like, the few, like when we see the samurai at the rich man's house, um, those are kind of like, was that feudal era? So, yeah, how, okay. How much of a difference is the yeah, feudal so era I from think, then So I think that the, the samurai, like, I think the height of the samurai, hold on. I made a little creaky noise. Um, I think the height of the samurai is feudal era. So you're looking at Edo period that goes into Meiji and like specifically the Meiji Mm -hmm. restoration period. And I just pulled it up. So the Meiji Meiji restoration period in Japan is from 1868 to 1912. Um, And then before that is Edo, I believe, which is the like the shogunates and stuff like that. Gotcha. So, yeah. Feudal would yeah. be like way, way back. Like that—that's ancient to them at oh, that oh, point. Oh no, no, it's so, yeah. not actually. So the re- oh. so it looks like essentially um, the Meiji Emperor came around. Oh, Wikipedia, don't let me down. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh... Yeah, it, it honestly looks like essentially the feudal period lasts for a really long time with shogunates, and then just one ends up prevailing, is what it looks like. Gotcha. Um, so then that's, that's like the point that I was going to make, is kind of like, it's almost like you're seeing the transition yeah. of like traditional to then like this new era, and I feel like that's what I always liked about the anime, is that like it was subtle. But then you kind of get that, like, okay, things are changing, things are moving forward, but then, like, people aren't letting go yeah. of the past, or, like, they're still holding true to their roots of, like, um, this is, like, their, like, that was their culture, yeah. like, the fuel era, like, was, was a major part, like, the samurai, the role of the samurai was a huge yeah. thing, and to be one meant something, but then, you know, after as they're entering this new era, the era of the samurai was dying. Yeah, and I think that that's something that I think the anime and the movie, to a little bit of extent, shows you in these differences mm-hmm. between um, samurai. So samurai became kill swords. Yeah. And then after that happened and you have Imperial Japan, which is rising with you see with all the military uniforms and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. have Kenshin who really maintains this, um, or I guess transitions into this really strict coat of armor from yeah. uh, from the from the shogunate from the samurai and he doesn't go into being a policeman or being into a military man after that but then you have his direct opposite in um, Saito who wears mm-hmm. military like a military uniform and as much as he comes from the background of being a samurai and being mm-hmm. uh, being that kill sword as well he's also uh, he's accepted this new era which like yeah, it's like he's a sim- he's fully exactly. assimilated into it, even though he still has respect for um, exactly. Kenshin to some yeah. degree in their traditions. It's not like the samurai that were working for um, uh-huh. Kata, that was yeah. 
the ones that were work- that he hired as basically as mercenaries because they were displaced yes. by like the change and they I mean times change and if you don't change along with yeah. it so you have hundreds if not thousands of samurai during that time who were displaced because they were samurai yeah. and that was their role and that was their job and then like it's not there anymore things are being replaced mm-hmm. and then they even, he even made the constant like their wives were selling their bodies in the street their children were going yeah. hungry it's like wow you never really think about like how displaced um those kind of like characters i mean obviously in anime we see it but then it's like also historically you think about like oh yeah true like this has some mm-hmm. fact in and it. as much as like this and as much as the story is kind of fantastical it is also really important to to point out that the character of uh, hijima mei saito is actually based on a real historical character of the same yeah. name and the original uh, and the the actual person the historical figure was a captain of the shirt uh, the third squad of Shinsengumi in the Meiji area um, and the mm-hmm. character was altered a lot for Rurouni Kenshin um, but at the same mm-hmm. time it ultimately is uh, a man who uh, you know just comes from this samurai background into the Meiji area which is what brings it yeah. down and then they do that and then they do that a lot with um I believe so. I believe they did. Yeah, Yeah. I I think they based, like, a lot of the names they have are actual historical figures. Yeah, which I always, like, kind of enjoy, because, again, history nerd for someone who who doesn't understand the difference between the Meiji era. Yeah, and And it's something cool, too, because, like, you have, like, Kenshin is, like, this lawful good, like, he is good at all costs, and he will will Mm -hmm. only be good, and then you have Saito, who's, like, this anti-hero, like, the punisher to his cap, like, Saito is just, like, no, all evil will die. That's it. And I have no problem with that because there is only one good thing. And he's more of like a chaotic good. Um, And seeing them play together and play play off each other in the anime is really great. We get a little bit of it Uh in this movie. But I'm hoping when we go down the line to watch the rest of the trilogy, we'll see it expand more. Yeah, I hope so, too. Uh, Okay, next. We ended. We ended with uh, Udo Gine killing everybody in the police station. That's right. That happened in the police station. Um, so yeah, and then so. Kari crosses paths with Gine, and this is so. I need mm. everybody to know that I love uh, Kamiya Karu. I love her. Yes. Miss Karu is great, but. I have a heart attack every time she says, I'm going to run after this this giant man with Ugh. a metal sword with my wooden sword. Honey, no, don't, Jesus. please. We oh. love you, but you, you need a real yes. sword. You need a real sword if you're going to fight, and she never exactly. has a real like, sword. I'm going to bring in a little bit of the Southern here. Bless your heart. I know you can do a lot <laughs> with that wooden sword, but yes. he broke it in two. Or, or well, he they, yeah. they break it into in the anime. He throws it to the side, but technically Kenshin breaks some wooden swords into later on. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, oh, just don't. I mean, I think a big I think a big part of it is because she just has like, she follows the yeah. code, and she believes everyone else to a fault should who who wields yes. a sword is also following that code. But sweetie, yeah. no, <laughs> baby, angel, no, exactly, no. Oh, but yeah, and then he saves her. Um, she's grateful. 
She takes him home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does, of course. Um, but no, not like that, y'all. Come on. It's only the first part. Um, but yeah, and then, because Megumi has escaped the police station. Because mm-hmm. that's who he was in search of. I can't remember. Like, Kenshin fights him. Oh, I remember. The police show yes, up again. Yes, and then they're running away, um, and then they go and yep. they hide in the dojo. Um, yes, hide in the dojo. And then, like, oh, is it the people are yeah, there? No, oh, sorry. Yeah, no, yeah. So something. the important part here is when Kenshin, when Jine sees Kenshin, he automatically realizes that he's the Potosai. Um, and so he starts, mm, yes. while you have the main, you have this storyline going through with uh, Takeda and stuff, you have this main storyline mm. of Jine just trying really hard to draw the Potosai out and like ramping up his efforts mm-hmm. to do that. And this is kind of where that starts. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, the guy's going around making, like, framing Mm -hmm. him, and that doesn't make Kenshin stand up or do anything. He's just like, nope, I'm good. I'll still be, like, be, what's the word? Yeah, passive. (laughs) I mean, non-violent works, too. (laughs) But, but yeah, which is, I mean, I don't know. It bothers me when people are being framed, and they know they're being framed, and they don't do anything Uh, about it. Yeah. But, like, but I guess it's the best thing he could do about it because had he done something and stood up, everyone was like, well, it's your sword. It must be you. I'm like, yes, because no one could possibly pick up another exactly. sword. And <laughs> the logic was just really like, wow, I'm so glad they have a, one, at least one smart cop on this <laughs> Thank team. you, Saito. Um, thank you. Thank you, Saito. Jesus. Um, but yeah, so then that brings us to the dojo and then um i don't know why i said that weird sorry dojo um they he she gives him a change of clothes and then yahiko comes up finally like the most annoying character in the anime but loved him like actually good child character oh he she doesn't give him the 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 clothes yet here no she does it after he saves the dojo oh that's right because then they get there my bad my bad guys um so then, the is it the samurai from Takeda's men? They mm-hmm. come to the dojo. But you were right. Um, yeah, he does Havoc. show up before that. And I do just okay, want to cool. say, um, back to how well the characters have, like the characters in this movie, have their costumes translate. His gi was awesome. so good. That little boy was yep. annoying as all hell. But that is Yahiko. Annoying. Um, Yep, it, it is him. Mm-hmm. That's why I think I liked him so exactly. much. Exactly. Like, God, they really made him the annoying exactly. younger brother figure. But, like, can y'all please give him a bath? That poor child <laughs> is... That's always what confused me. Oh, he's an orphan and he's a student here. Why don't you let yeah, him live here? You already <laughs> said he's a mutual. Give him some water and give him a bath, Kairu. <sighs> oh, just, man. Like, if he's a student here, let him bathe. <laughs> Oh, poor baby. Um, but yeah, he's there. They're jabbing at each other. He's making fun of her. Um, and then the hired samurai come, and they said they want to buy the dojo from her. And she's, of course, saying, no, they're not going to sell. Um, so they then they start just wrecking shit up. And then, can, and then like, oh, God. I'm obviously cannot remember all the lines <laughs> of what they said. But it's like they got into this whole philosophical argument about the sword and they, they talked about how the Kamiya style is murdering people. And Kar- 
like Kami- Karu to a fault is defending yeah. her family's name, which is yeah. why we love her. Exactly, because their entire um, philosophy behind their sword style is the sword is mm-hmm. to save life, not take it. Um, and they're just like, yeah. yeah, people are killing in your name. It's about killing. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Thank you. That's all. I, that's all I need to say. <laughs> um, so then Kenshin pops out, and he's like, she's right to a point, and, like, then he just kicks yeah. everyone I, So this is, like, one of my favorite parts of, like, the movie, like, or, like, I don't want to say the movie, but, like, the characterizations of Kenshin, because in the anime, there's mm-hmm. a lot of, you understand yeah. that Kenshin is this man who knows the truth, like you said, like, he's just, like, he understands mm-hmm. where she's coming from to a point, because he also knows, like, yeah, yeah. Swords are about killing people. But ultimately, like, and I think he says something like, I prefer Karu's silliness. And it's just kind of mm-hmm. like, it's one of those moments where, like, you understand that he sees Karu as this, like, light in all of this darkness that he's had. Um, and just, like, him yeah. wanting something more than the life that he's had. Um, which is really, really mm-hmm. noble. Cause, yeah, because, like, at a certain point, like, not at a certain point, I pretty much up until the point of the war where he drops his sword, his first sword, he's just killed. Yeah, killed I think it's like what, 14 to 19 killed. is what he is like his active years of Badosai? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he's been doing uh-huh. it since he's a child. Um, and he's been training and then like he just he then realizes like oh he carries around all this guilt and he is always lamenting and feeling guilty about all about his dark past like mm-hmm. in the anime at least and then there's like the the reflections movie where he's really like beating himself up about it because he feels guilty about the life he's made for himself and how dare he ever like build a happy life for himself so he's always beating himself up about his yeah. murderous past um so I think, like you said, it does say something about how he prefers her look at it because he's only looked at the sword from that point when he dropped it as something that's used to kill people and cause pain, where now, with her philosophy, he sees it as, like, actually, I can do good again. Like, I can, well, I can do good yeah. in the first place. But he can protect, he can save lives mm-hmm. with, the, with his sword. Um so yeah, and the fight scene here, again, amazing, because there's some parts where he's, like, fighting barehanded. Yes. Just, like, going ham on people, fighting barehanded, flipping on folks, and, like, this is great fight choreography. Can someone, like, get the number to Iron Fist folk? And, like, I just, I want to see this more. Like, just great oh, all yeah. around. Entirely. And and because he, like, he just utilizes everything around him. Because it's one of those things that, like, mm-hmm. you realize, like, as the movie progresses, that he only uses the sword for specific people. Like, there are some people who he mm-hmm. just, I personally think he just doesn't deem worthy of having the sword used against yeah. them. Um, I agree. Uh, I agree. Because then he's just like, ah, I'll yeah. take you down. I, I think, uh, I think, uh, Gina, it's either Gina or Guy, and I think it's Guy, and, um, the guy who wears the mask, mm-hmm. he's kind of like, oh, you got serious now. And it's like, yeah, well, because before he didn't have to be serious because he was handling you just fine, and now you're taking up too much of his time. Um, yeah. It pretty much. Um, so yeah, the, the fight's over, the townspeople, the, her neighbors come and check they on her, they're all worried, and then the cops come. They are so nosy. They really are. I mean, at first you think, like, oh, that's sweet, they look out for her, and then you realize, damn, yeah. they nosy. Like, especially that woman Oh my so god, loud. yes, you remind me of my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, mom. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, moms are great and nosy. Mine too. Um, but yeah, then the police come. He takes responsibility, which I'm like, Kinchin, shut up. You don't go full. Um, like, shush, shush, shush. No. Um, and he gets arrested. And here, Saito, again, realizes, knows who he is. Realizes who he is. And... Um, well, I guess, do you want to take it from here? Because some stuff happened at the jail, kind of. <laughs> yeah, so, like, the jail see. stuff is weird because Hajime uh, May Saito notices yeah. right away that it is Kenson. And he, like, so, uh, Sonosuke, Karu, no, yes, yeah, um, none of them in the anime know that he is Batosai for a while, like they find it out later on. Yeah. Um, that being said, too, Jine is not the guy pretending to be Batosai. It's actually this like former student of the Kamiya Dojo who's pretending to be uh pretending to be the Batosai that's like killing people in Karu in the Kamiya name. Um so that entire like thug mm-hmm. scene that he has happening like with uh with uh Takeda's hired gun bad samurai guys um like whatever that come um the the guys who work for the crime lord when they come um they're in the anime they're actually working for um another person um but i think that the that the Mm -hmm. adaptation does a really good job of synthesizing it into working it into the larger prod of takeda um and then as you go into the jail you see sonosuke just kind of with his one arm up and his back facing with with his with the kanji symbol for bad on his back looking all sexy and stuff um Mm -hmm. even with that hair yeah that hair (laughs) It's so weird. It wasn't terrible, but it's it still, wasn't bad. But that was one moment something. where I was like, maybe you could have used a hit a wig because I don't think they used one for him, and it was a little like sparse, oh. like sparse in parts. Um, better yeah. than Goku's. But yeah, uh, so he comes in, he kind of hears his like ears perk up or whatever. Um, and then mm-hmm. he ends up going to talk to his, I'm assuming it was his former general. And they haven't, they end up having this talk where you find out like the type of opium that Takeda is dealing, which is like a super potent opium that's going to make everybody become mm-hmm. even more addicted. And they kind of ask him like, Hey, you were a sellsword before can you just come work for us we want you to work for us again look at Saito over here who now goes by a different name he's making a great life for Mm -hmm. himself as one of our police uh, like policemen um, and that type of stuff and they have like a little mini fight in the rain which is really good Um, and then um, Saito has like this really good line where he says with the blade facing you it's only gonna hurt you like as he's pressing that into his Mm -hmm. shoulder and it's kind of like you understand that Kenshin understands that but that's the life he's -hmm. he's chosen Um, and then uh, they just let him go which was a little weird um just kind of yeah. anticlimactic, but I get it. It's like it's kind of unjust to hold yeah. him. Yeah, they and know he's not the Batosai, or like he's not that Batosai. Yeah. yeah, and they know that, and so like they still have some honor. I mean, but like I, I can't argue with the general in Saito. I'm like I kind of agree. I'm like, man, you can kind of yeah. do some good, but like they want him to. But they want exactly, him to kill. and he's so it's a no go. I think yeah, that's where they lose completely. Them. Yeah, it's like, well, I don't want to kill people, but I'm like, hey, you ain't got to kill people exactly. to bring them to justice. Just saying. 
Batman does it all the time. That's why Gotham is a shithole. <laughs> Uh, that, 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 that's more slander. about like oh, letting the bad guys just keep running away when they've done nothing but like actually kill people. Choker. Um, you know, it feeds into his superiority complex. Uh, so. Okay, let's continue. Uh, um, so he gets out of yes. jail, and guess who's there for him, waiting with an umbrella in the rain for him, Karu, because his OTP yes. right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they walk back home, <laughs> and he ends up moving in with her and being one of the moochers, which he she also refers to Yahiko as. Yeah. Still don't understand how that boy's out in the rain and is still dirty. Oh, I wonder. Yep. I wonder if in still volume dirty. two he is not dirty, but we'll see. <laughs> um, Let's hope. Let's hope. I just want him yes. to get some soap <laughs> and like a splash of water on his face because I don't want him to get leprosy. <laughs> That's how you get I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That's probably not funny. I think it's um, hilarious. But it's, it's, the, it's, the, it's, the 19th, it's the 19th century. You don't know what they can get. And he's always out there. Somebody get that boy a tetanus shot and some soap. Yes. This is that scene. Oh. Um, so yeah. Oh, and he, there, this is where he yes, runs into Megumi. Somehow. So I, I love this movie, but I think, how the hell has Megumi been running for her entire, like, for her life this entire time? Like, apparently she has just mm-hmm. been running while everything else is going on. The timeline here is very weird. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, in my brain, I explained it. I was like, maybe she did. And she ran. And then she hit again. Did she, and like, she go sleep again. in a I, barrel I, I for know. a couple of hours? Because how big? I'm like, how big is this town? I mean, I guess we're in Tokyo, but I don't know what the. Di- I want a map. I need a. Li- I need well, to logistically figure out. We see a map like, okay. that that guy has on his desk. That Takeda has on his desk, and it doesn't look that big. Oh, true. 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 I mean, again, this is like the reconstruction period of yeah. Japan. So, to them, it's not like super duper complicated. Yeah. I guess. I don't yet. know. It I don't know. Bottom line. I don't think it's big enough for her to be running around for six, six to I'm, ten I'm hours. Um, it's not that big of a place. At least then it's not the town yeah. there and it's not that big. Um, but yeah, so she runs into him. He takes her back to the dojo to get cleaned up, which I'm like, you can give her the bathhouse, yeah. but you can't get yeah. the bathhouse. And not only that, he just invited, I mean, it was him being nice, but at the same time, I was like, you just invited this random woman into somebody else's house. See, this is how they always have in the episodes, how they always ran into yes, some kind of assassin. Because nobody locks their doors, and Yahiko just lets random people in. <laughs> All the time. All the time. Um, so, yeah, and then she does her thing where she's flirting with Kenshin and making Haru So, is it weird and, that I... So, yeah. I actually think it was weird that they toned down Megumi's sexuality in this. I was going to question that. Because I kind of feel like she definitely won... She is a very resourceful yes. woman in the anime. And she understands that she can use her feminine wiles to one mm-hmm. secure herself, like her safety. And I think she leans yes. into that so that she can sur- yeah. survive. And, and that's kind of like I think about her. Like, I don't know in the anime if she used that to her advantage with, like, um, Takeda. Yeah. But I mean, I feel like that's a factor of why exactly. they chose her. It's just like, oh, let's save the woman. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, also she's skilled. She's skilled. She, she's a doctor. Person. But I, 
And she's a doctor. Yeah. I mean, she's skilled, intelligent, capable, and she also understands how she can control mm-hmm. men. I, exactly. I I, like, I she does what she needs to do. Um, and I think they, like, they kind of yeah. mention that, and they, and they mention that in the movie when she tells, when she reveals to Kenshin that she was, you know, Takeda's woman, but she says we both used each other for different things. He used me for opium, and I used him to stay alive. Um, and I'm like, that is yeah. some really good shit, but you didn't lean into it enough because in the anime she all mm-hmm. over Kenshin oh yeah and then like I mean in this one it's just as simple as like exactly. complimenting Kenshin and Karu like blood is boiling or like that she shows off that she knows how to cook and <laughs> yes. that makes Karu jealous and it's just it's like the littlest things and then Yuhiko's like egging it on I'm just like man you yeah. gotta learn how to cook if you want to keep him <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, yep. gender roles. Uh, um, yeah, and then they go to have yeah. a dinner in town to which Ka- mm-hmm. uh, Takeda shows up and like ruins the entire thing and tries to pay Kenshin off to come be like to come work for him. Um, and then, of course, mm-hmm. Sonosuke Scar pops up and is like, hey, I'll take your money. I'm a brawler, <sighs> man. And then he challenges Kenshin to a fight and he has no idea what he got into. <laughs> nope he's not he is not but I'm just like I love that I do too giant sword it's so good so and I love how he was like this is a sword that he used to kill horses but I haven't upkept the blade but I'm gonna beat you with it um, <laughs> which is just yeah. so good um, it also explains why yeah. it never really cut anything in the anime and I don't remember them ever saying that yeah um, <laughs> I don't think so it's just like they I think that was kind of his thing it was just used to blunt <laughs> object it never, it never cut anybody's Killing the corpses of a whole, mm-hmm. or uh, killing 
a whole bunch of cops and leaving their their corpses on the street um and kenshin ends up witnessing a woman going up and identifying the body of her dead uh, uh what you assume is a lover because in the flashback it shows it looks like the yeah. first people that kenshin ever kills um and it was a guy it was like a, ba- mm-hmm. a guy on like a bachelor party like the night before his wedding and he kills her oh and my it- god I remember this so vividly also from, like, the anime because that woman ends up being hired. Yep. It's his first love. And she ends up being hired it's to betray so him. Good. Just like Samson and Delilah. Oh, my God. It's so good. And then, like, I'm just, like, waiting for the connection to happen yes. in part two. It has to. Because you know they're going to bring it back. Um, yeah, they have to, like, because the guy's, like, and his, his death scene was, like, damn, just, just stay down, dude. Just stay down. He's like, I'm getting married. She's waiting for me. I can't die. I can't die. I'm like, dude, please shut up. Please just lay there and he, he'd walk yeah. away and then you won't die. <laughs> I felt bad for that character who has no name. Random um, man killed by Kenshin. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so that happens. And that, that's kind of uh, the big piece there. And I thought that they did a really good job of painting Kenshin's backstory enough through dialogue with characters mm-hmm. and through this flashback in the beginning um, without doing it really ham-fisted. Um, which can go really wrong in a movie that, I mean, it's two hours and 14 minutes, I think, but like they jammed two entire arcs of an anime into it and it didn't feel it didn't feel bad yeah. like the pacing was really good on it. Um, it could have gone really wrong. Oh, for sure. Like, it could have been brushed, or they could have just, like, tried to do, like, a montage, which I feel like wouldn't have given the same breath, like, or, like, you know, wouldn't have given the same weight, actually, of, like, what yeah. this means, and why he's decided to change his ways, mm-hmm. so I Okay, completely... now you can talk about the rat poison. <laughs> okay, yeah, everybody gets poisoned by rat poison, <laughs> because Takeda is a horrible businessman, and he figures, this is, like, where I was, like, yep. gentrification. <sighs> basically gentrification uh or yeah ancient gentrification practices but he decides because he can't just take the dojo and Kairu, Kairu won't sell it and he wants to get rid of that area so he can flood it build a dock so then he can export more opium it all comes back uh-huh. to pushing out more opium kids because um, <laughs> drugs are bad <laughs> or the the hard stuff is bad i know i don't do drugs i don't know anything just don't do opium um anyways he's like so focused on sending out this new super drug and he's like well i just have to kill everybody there so he poisons the well and here come like everyone's coming to the dojo so they can get treated and here comes megumi like boss bitch megumi coming in and curing everybody or at least making them better um because she realizes like she tastes the water and she spits it out right away and she realizes it's poisoned um then she realizes it was Takeda that did it. And so she's, like, giving instructions, having everyone, like, go buy water so that it's fresh and they can flush out the poison. And it's just, like, damn. I, I'm glad that they, we got to see her, like, really Oh, yeah, entirely. Like, yeah, I mean, Kari, too, like, to a point, because she was, like, helping as much as she could. Oh, but yeah. it's, like, I like to And, like, the fact that, like, uh, they have the doctor say, like, did you say, uh, wait, what's... I- I forgot her last name entirely. It's Megumi Takani. Takani. Yeah. No, she was like, is yeah, that, you said Takani? Oh, yeah, you know her? He's like, oh, yeah, I know the Takanis. They were all skilled doctors. And it's like, oh, shit. That's why she's mm-hmm. so good at opium. She knows. She's very smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. 
And yeah, so she pretty much stops an epidemic from happening um, right then and there. Because I feel like basically at least everyone, at least one person in every family in the town mm-hmm. was affected. Um, and we see Yahiko's little girlfriend um, for a moment. Like, I can't remember the girl's name, and I feel bad, but yeah, I just remember that he, him and her grow up, and they become a couple in one of the movies. I think that's cute. Um, let's see, after that, so they figured out that Takeda was behind the poisoning, so now they've decided that this cannot stand, they have to put a stop to him, and Sonosuke and Kenshin decide to go to the mansion. I mean, was the intention to go there? Obviously, the intention was not to go there and kill him. Yeah. But, like, what did they think they were going to do? Yeah. Just, like, threaten him and make him stop? I think, I think that was my whole thing. I mean, like, obviously, I think say, the police do come in and play a role later on. But it's kind of like, what did y'all think was going to happen if you just yep. went up there and threatened the man? Like, um, so, yeah, let's all get back to you now. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so you kind of have this entire, uh, what do you call it? Like, um, I, like specifically, what's it called? It's uh, Pagoda? I don't know if it's called Pagoda. I think it's Pagoda. Anyway, it's like this idea that, like, um, as... It's it's a martial arts film idea that you progress through different levels and you get to go through different people. Um, and you get mm. to see Gain, which is really well done, and I love him so much. Um, yeah. So I just really wanted to bring that up because his costuming is super good. And at first I was like, this is an ugly ass wig. And then I remember like, oh, yeah, it's supposed to be an ugly ass wig. <laughs> um, so then I was fine with it. <laughs> um, and he just looks like super, super good. Um, and like ultimately, like after you end up having like this big fight with that big Gatling gun, um, you have uh, Kenshin and Sonosuke leave Kanryu's mansion uh, in hopes of rescuing Megumi, mm-hmm. only to find out that... Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. Megumi went there. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I left uh, so Megumi was there. She gets taken. Um, so they go to rescue her, and they actually find out that Jine, uh, the has kidnapped Karu because his ultimate thing is to get to Kenshin. And this is how mm-hmm. he sees it happening. Yeah. Um, and so Kenshin follows Jine, and in order to provoke Kenshin, um, so they have like this long, not long, but they have a fight, and like Jine is not getting the batosa he wants. He's not getting Kenshin going full throttle, right? And so Jine uh, paralyzes Karu's lungs with that fear tactic thing that is still terrifying. Mm. Um, and they have the battle, and you see uh which i don't know what you thought about this but they did a really good job in the anime um when kenshin's kenshin his eyes are wide and he's happy and then there's this moment mm-hmm. and if you watch the jine sai uh the jine fight in kenshin and then you watch um the live action when they do it really really well where you see um the actor behind kenshin um let me get his name real quick uh uh, Takuru Sato, um, 
his eyes mm-hmm. like they he I guess he like squints um the hair goes more in his face that actually might be it and he gets this yeah, yeah he gets it's a super like intense look on his face and he's like for car for Miss Karu I'll, I'll have to kill again um and then they have this badass fight mm. and he ends up doing yeah. like this amazing uh that quick draw technique and he ends up shattering um mm-hmm. Jinny's elbow and I believe he says separating all the tendons with the scabbard so he still hasn't uh, he he's drawn blood at this point but he hasn't like cut him like cut him cut him like he is not dealt a killing blow he is just going through everything that he can to disarm this man to make him never be a swordsman again and when uh, mm-hmm. essentially you have Jine say in order to save Karu you have to separate this co- you have to separate this connection between us by killing me Kenshin is about to kill him and out of nowhere because our girl Karu is strong as hell breaks the mental lock that yep. Jine put on her and she yells for Kenshin not to do it and he doesn't and it's so good and he keeps his vow yep Right as he turns his reverse blade to come straight down on that man's head. Um, and then you yeah. end up having Gina kill himself, uh, which is crazy uh, because, like, he still ended up dying. I agree. But it's like it was by his own hand, and he just essentially has, like, the you live by the sword, must die by the sword mentality type thing. Um, and then Kenshin is super uh-huh. wounded, uh, but he loves his Karu, so he carries her back, and he meets Saito for some reason, and they have, like, this weird exchange. Um, and then they, like, walk back to the dojo, and you have everybody waking up and cooking dinner together. Air cooking like lunch or breakfast together, and it's adorable. It is adorable. I will also say what made me laugh is the scene where Takeda gets arrested, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's right." He's like, "Let me put my hand in my pocket. I have all this money." (laughs) He's like, "I have this money. Oh, can I at least get my shoe?" I'm just like, "You," because he's like limping, and he's like, his little height difference between walking now is so it's a struggle for him. I'm like, "Oh, nice, a rich man, beg." Oh, and I I didn't mention it because it was kind of one of my favorite parts uh, when uh, when Sonosuke is fighting I forget his name but the other guy the dude with the they have a pretty good fight question Um, I could not tell because the man had locks and he also had brown skin yeah I don't know yeah I'm still confused I don't know. I would. I mean, I don't know who the character. Was. My one thing was. First oh, thing I first, think like, it's Bon. I think it's Bonjean. Um, Hold on. Let me. Hold, please. Okay. <laughs> no problem. I'm do the Googles. Yeah, because I didn't think it was like. I, I, I know for sure that he wasn't... I don't think he was in brown face because he wasn't, like, dark, dark. Oh, but no. Yeah, I don't think he was he in was brown face darker. either, but I think I was like, okay, yeah. you're definitely brown. Yeah, uh, you're definitely yeah, brown. Yeah, so it looks like... Yeah, he has locks in the manga, but he's not... He's, I mean... He, 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 he looks like... I, sorry, guys. There are a whole bunch of different types of brown. He looks like the brown that he is in the movie. Um. <laughs> okay. That, I mean, that is... A, yes, that is yeah. the correct um, way Very I different <laughs> style of dress. 
Um, but he does have, like, locks, except he's, like, all in camo and stuff, apparently. I don't remember this guy, yeah. honestly. Um, he looks... I don't remember from the anime at all. That's why I was confused. I'm like, who are you? And then also, are you... Yeah. So I think (laughs) that he... I actually think he comes from a different storyline that they brought in. Um, But I'm not sure. So this may be something Uh. where it is... Ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so in the anime, he works for, uh, the Oni Wabanshu, um, which is like a group of fighters. And uh, instead of doing that, he works for Takeda. So he is from a later part in the anime. Um, if you haven't watched it after Toonami, I don't know if Toonami has that, had those later seasons. Um, you know what? True, because Tsunami was good for strongest oh, season yes. and then ended. Um, yeah, and it, he oh, comes in Act 155 of the manga, so he's pretty far down. Um, so it looks like they brought him just to kind of build out that um, that transcending the Pagoda narrative. Um, gotcha. Which makes sense, because then they had to have Sonosuke doing something because they didn't want to have him and Kenshin exactly. teaming up again. Um, because like, I think, too, like... I think what's super interesting, um, not super interesting, but, like, super fun about their fight is that I really, 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 really like the fact that they both stop and, like, uh, Sonosuke eats the chicken and then the guy is like, no, 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 I'm a vegetarian and, like, blesses the chicken and then they both drink and then they go back to fighting. (laughs) It's so good. Oh my god, I almost forgot about Snowscape's, like, because yes, his nickname is Rooster that's Hair. that's right! And he has that egg, that freaking egg out of nowhere that he's, like, because Takeda, okay, so this was a scene, it's not that significant, Takeda has a Gatling gun, they get to him, and he starts firing it off of them, so then, like, um, Saito's there, too, the three of them, are, he's, like, telling them, like, um, yeah, I'll let you guys go, you have to strip first. And then beg. I want you butt naked, basically, and on your knees begging for your lives. Then I'll think about saving your life, like, letting you live. Um, so then, <laughs> the look on Sonosuke's face is probably like, okay, you little bitch. So, <laughs> he reaches out of nowhere, grabs this perfectly not cracked egg, and throws it at his face. And that gives Kenshin and him yep. enough time to take it's him down. So but, like, good. the look on his face is like, oh, it's like, okay, you little bitch. <laughs> It makes me so happy. I love it. So, so happy. Same. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Um, I do think, like, ultimately, Uh. like, the Gatling gun stuff is so, so anticlimactic in the movie. um, And it's a huge point in the anime. Um, But I do think that the Mm -hmm. end fight scene with with What's-His-Face is is worth it and really good compared to... Really good along with the anime. I agree. I agree. I mean, because, like, I mean, the big thing about, like, in the anime is that no one's seen a gun yeah. or a weapon like yeah. this before. And it's, like, it's it's a weapon of mass destruction. Like, it could, it could kill, at that time, mm-hmm. so many people. So, it's like, oh, well, no, this is bad. Because what are they going to do against this gun that's going to make a weapon, almost? Um, but, yeah. The scene is kind of anticlimactic. Yep. Um, at least compared to the anime. I think if you're just watching this, like, it's not that bad. Um, but anime-wise, it's just like, this is like a giant villain arc. What the hell? Oh, yeah, for sure. Just, I think it was pretty good, though. I mean, overall, 
I mm-hmm. enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, that was definitely it, like they did a great job of like making all the arcs. Yes. Work. They them, really, really the did. Movie. Like it wasn't too much. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. too much thrown into anything. Um, That's it. Yeah, and that. That's the movie. We did is it. The movie. Yeah, that is it. <laughs> Yay! Um, so, what did we oh like? Oh my god, I like? loved the character likenesses, the fight scenes, mm-hmm. uh, Karu was really well done, uh, I do have to say my favorite scene is when, um, the first time he fights in the Red Gi, and he just, like, adjusts, and it's so big on him, and he adjusts his sword, and he, like, looks up. It's super small, but, like, it's that moment where you're like, oh, my God, this is Kenshin. Like, this is the anime. Like, really well done. Um, yeah, like... Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. I I agree with you. I, did, I just love yeah. costuming. Spot on. Um, I liked personalities a lot, just how, like, everyone's personality really mm-hmm. came through the characters, which, you know, I feel like it's, we've said this before, it's hard to translate anime to live action, but I don't know if it's because, like, the source material isn't that yeah ungrounded. Like, it's not, I don't think it's, I don't exactly. think it's like Dragon Ball Z. Levels of difficulty to, and then like they're not forcing. That's what it is. They're not yeah. forcing too ground. Yeah, they don't have to make it seem real because no, like all of it already is there, minus the guy with the mind powers that freezes somebody's lungs. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that was pretty much for me. That's what I loved about it. It's just like, oh yeah, this is perfect. Like it's not like they're forcing a different tone or story. It's not like they like, you know what, well, we better let's make it based in yeah. 2008 <laughs> and like they're actually and he's a hired oh my god. Oh you no, know don't do don't this. do not oh. speak that evil into this world. It's too late if I thought about it live games on Oh, are you lying or are they really Oh no, you never I'm know though. You never know. I'm just saying I'm just saying they're gonna take the concept of the movie and they're gonna easily change it to like you know what all we gotta do is make it like the oh my Yakuza god Nisha stop then, like, stop speaking this stop speaking this into the world please <laughs> Kenshin's gonna be in like a leather jacket a bright red leather jacket oh no yeah, exactly oh, Jesus Christ what you've brought this into your life what have I done. If it if it happens, I blame oh, you. I haven't thought about it. I just want you to know that right now. <laughs> I take full responsibility. And you better be getting some of that money that you know they're inevitably going to make from it. <laughs> I better. I'm just saying. I come up with too many damn ideas on here and give them away for free. Um, but anyways. Um, yeah, so same with you. I liked that. I liked, again, the pacing of the movie. Like, while it is, like, over two hours long... It mm-hmm. keeps you entertained. Oh, yeah. Like, and they're yeah. not trying to do uh, too much. Casting was also really, really well done. Um, like, these characters all look like they came oh, off yeah. the page. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. at some points, you're just like, damn, that's really, mm-hmm. really good costuming and casting. And, like, pay- everyone yes, has perfect like, comedic Even comment. though Takeda does not look like the character from the anime, he has the spirit of that character. Mm-hmm. And he just, which I guess is a credit yep. to the writing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I agree. It's, it's good. It's great. 
I love it. I do too. It's just, uh, I think, I, I, I dare say it, we may have found our one drink white yeah, rating. that's what Actually, I was thinking too. No yeah, writing. I was like, I need no me. drinks to watch this again. Um, I, all I had was my hot toddy, but like, <laughs> that's because I was sick. And I, I can honestly say... I did not need a drink mm-hmm. to get through this. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. it all so much. Um, it definitely well, lives up to that hype of people saying, "Hey, this movie is the is like these are ju- these are good movies." Um, and it ha- it mm-hmm. left me oh, wanting sure. to see the rest of them because um, it's a trilogy. So I I I need it. I, yeah. I need to see them. I need us to do them. Um, I'm super excited. Um, I guess like if you had to pick something you didn't like. Uh, I mean, now that you mentioned it, I would say uh, it's it's nitpicky, but I, I almost want to say Megumi. Like, not that I didn't like her as a whole, but like what you mentioned about them kind of downplaying her sexuality. I mean, mm-hmm. she obviously is feminine and like she like, but I think they made yeah. her more PG. And it's not that we're asking for, like, an X-rated character. It's more like, look, this woman used her feminine wiles to survive. Yes. And to get where she needed oh, to yeah. get. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, there's that, that is respectable, given that you're in the freaking exactly. 1900s Like, you have Japan to do what you need to, to. Like, like, she says, to survive. And I don't feel like, with what they showed, I don't feel like they brought that home. Like, they didn't make it come across like they do in the anime. Yeah. I completely agree with you. That was going to be my point as well. Um, there are a lot of times in movies where they sex up the female characters, and I think this is a moment where they could have relied mm-hmm. on the storytelling that they already had to actually lean into how she is in the anime. Um, especially because it wouldn't involve uh, making yeah. revealing clothes. It's all just her actions, really. Um so even if it had just been her like yeah, slipping agree, her like cause... kimono down a little bit when she had just come out of the shower while talking to Kenshin because she does that in the anime, like exactly you know, that's it. Shoulder, just a little shoulder. Because back then, because back then, <laughs> the shoulder was scantily clad. Um, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right because it's not to to use an example of current day. Um, we are not the gamer, angry men, or toxic nerds who are upset exactly. about black cat design exactly. in a Spider-Man game. We're just, we're just saying, it, like, I'm not saying that we had to see yeah. all of her cleavage, or she yeah. had to be a triple XD or whatever. We're just saying that Megumi's character is flirtatious, and that she really leans yeah. into her feminine wiles to survive and again there is nothing wrong with that exactly and it's something that like you don't need to shy away from i think and i think like this is like the weird period of time we live in now because we live with those jackasses that you just mentioned but then you also live with the other side that are trying to overcorrect and in a lot of cases removing any sort of sexuality from women um and so like i kind of like i personally Mm -hmm. feel like we live in this space where i mean this movie was made in 2012 so obviously it's not completely in reference to this but i think like there are so many like times where it's like well fuck i don't know what to do in this situation because like how how do i play this how do i do this and i think ultimately um what you can take from the anime is that you can do it right 
by playing it to be a piece of the story, oh, yeah. um, which is what our point is here, like you said, um, against what like that other what what mm-hmm. the what the douchebags point is. Like ours is like this is this this yeah. is a piece of who that character has been, um, and it's it is something that didn't need to mm-hmm. be shied away from, and not necessarily shied away from, but like kind of erased because they showed a piece of it, but they didn't give you the characterization mm-hmm. behind that motive. Well, yeah, because even, like, when she's, um, from one scene to the next, like, when you see her interacting with Takeda, yes. she's very fragile and quiet, and, like, her demeanor is different, and then when you see her interacting with Kinshin, exactly. you're like, this is a different personality. So it's kind of like, I would have liked to see more of that balance. I mean, given the circumstances, we know why she's acting that way around Takeda. She's exactly scared for her life. Um, but I'm trying to think of, like, what happened in the anime. Like, I don't know if she was, like, flirtatious with him um like she just she's always mm-hmm. she's also extremely cutting. cutting yeah and that just didn't yeah, come across cunning, here. Like, um, it almost seemed yeah i mean like obviously yeah. clever obviously capable but not like but i mean maybe they didn't want to make her too cunning because because then the concern is yeah she and i think that that's one people. of the things that i guess they had to worry about like with the time they had to talk like to deal like to have her character um that may have been the choice because i think mm-hmm. one of the things that ends up coming off with her character is you have that scene where she goes to kill takeda um but it doesn't land and she doesn't seem like i and I, I don't like saying mm-hmm. that, that that like characters aren't strong when they act when they do something like that because that was her attempting to be strong but it was also yeah. just like it she had done nothing up until that point to make me feel that that was like that that was going to be a payoff like you didn't have that build up and because she hadn't displayed any of that cunningness or that adaptability outside of a line like the majority of her character was running mm-hmm. for half the movie um like i don't feel like yeah, i don't feel like it had that that oomph that i remember it having in the anime mm-hmm Agreed, yeah. That's true. And I think that's kind of it. And I mean, with her being a supporting character, it's kind of hard to give her that um, agency, I guess. I mean, I think I applaud them for giving what we do have. Oh I yeah, do, again, nitpicky. Entirely nitpicky. For all we know, they go into that yeah. in the next movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So, I'm looking forward to seeing more of that and you know, you guys will can look forward yep. to us watching uh, those. I do want to say too. the guy who plays um, Kenshin did his own stunt work and sword fighting and there's some full speed gifts out there that are just phenomenal. Lovely. Um of him training and it's just like just holy crap, gifts. this is amazing. Mhm. I love it all. I just like just type in Romani Kenshin gifts. Move, like movie yes. gifts and enjoy you guys are welcome it's beautiful to see exactly and it has like that Chinese moment. wuxia spirit too like the movies with with if mm-hmm. you don't know what wuxia is it's kind of like crouching tiger headed dragon has flying daggers that type of style yeah. but it's mixed so well into this samurai um, uh, kendo style that it, it it's it's just really good um but before we go on further mm-hmm. um Brady sure. you're you sticking with your zero I will uh, too. I, will I think we drink. now have a new. We have a top now. We have our top, and now yep, we know we it's the best. Standard. We know it's the worst, and now it's about seeing if anything tops either of those and where they all fit in. Coming up. 
Yep, I am. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty optimistic. I mean, I feel optimistic right now after watching this one, but you know, we still have to watch Death Note. And, oh, shit, I'm not. I, okay. <laughs> But next, the episode uh, after this, we will be reviewing Bleach. So uh, that is yeah. uh, that movie came out this year, I believe. Um, in Japan, this is the American mm-hmm. release, it's exclusive to Netflix. So we'll see how that one goes. Uh, mm-hmm. This really. I, I know that they changed the story a lot just from, like, the trailers and the character names that they yeah. released. But at the end of the day, I think that this, like, Roroni Kenshin has kind of, like, renewed my faith in, like, story changes because it can be done well. Um, yeah. I, I agree. You can actually, with a good writing team and yes. a great voice budget, you too can make a decent... Yeah live-action yeah. anime adaptation. It is possible. Um, that is really just my standards half the time. Yep. Writing and with budget and, of course, the action yeah. and story. Oh, but speaking of which, what was it. your favorite fight um, scene? But I agree. Oh, my God. Oh. I think... Uh, the dojo. I, I, the, the dojo. I just... I love... It's something about <laughs> yeah. the one person take on so many people at once. Where it's like, I don't count the one with Gein and the police yeah. station because I just feel like that was a slaughter. <laughs> but um, this one where he's like literally going hand to hand and hasn't killed anyone. Um, yeah. Just, you know, awesome. um, uh, the, the fight with yeah, Gein in the library. Um, when he switched from when he switches from guns Ooh, to that Tonto yeah. blade, um, and then you have Kenshin just uh-huh. like blocking him, blocking him, blocking him, and it's like, well, I gotta uh-huh. go do things, so I'm gonna actually fight you now. Um, just that it, it was really, really good. Um, yeah, which again, I think I liked about the character, the guy, the um, the actor who's playing Kenshin. It's that he really gets across that Kenshin is yeah. very capable. Fighter, that he it is wasn't a like Blade of the Immortal when I was like, "Why the hell is this guy oh supposed God, right? to be good?" Because he just kept getting stabbed. He he just used his God. He just got yep. lazy with being immortal. <laughs> it's not like One Punch Man. He just got lazy <laughs> of fighting everyone. It's who got bored not lazy he got bored because he beat everyone it's like literally you sir are lazy because you can't die um but yeah he just and then like he comes he gets the innocent Mm -hmm. doe-eyed kenshin but then also the the threatening i'll kill you kenshin oh yeah and i think too oh also just the height difference that they did between um the kenshin actor who i looked up is five seven (laughs) and then um the let me pull up his i didn't get the other guy uh uh, Minotaka Aoki, uh, who is six foot one mm-hmm. in real life, you were able to get like that yeah. that that stark height difference that you get in the anime, which is so perfect. Um, yes, yes, I just love it so much. I will say this though, and I'm gonna put it out there right now because if we continue down this path with these Kenshin movies. The third one better not end like that oh. damn reflection movie. I will be so I upset. I don't think it will. I hope I'm, it I'm doesn't. Because spoilers, people. 
Kenshin gives a disease and then Karu stupidly doesn't want him to suffer alone and so he tra- he gives it to her through sex and I just I can't I'm not I'm not going through that Kate yeah. I refuse but I you know how long I was pissed oh, off about that yeah <laughs> it um it's, it's a so thing bad. It's so bad. And it's like, who wrote this? I want to know who wrote this. Nisha, I don't know, but it hurts. No. It does. I'm sorry. Not to get off track, but back to... Yes, we will be live-tweeting Bleach soon, and that will be up our next episode, so we're excited. But like you said, I am also... my. I am revitalized. I feel like I have more energy for these live action movies. I mean, of course, I'm always excited yep. to live tweet and talk about them with you. But it's helpful when it looks like enjoyable. <laughs> um, also, the special Ooh, effects yes. look amazing. Yes, they definitely do. So, or at least like from what I've seen so far from trailers. So, I mean, that's to be said about what they do. And I, th- I guess our concern, my biggest concern is the pacing of what they're going to do with Bleach. But after watching this movie, I feel like it's possible to do a good job yeah. with pacing with a lot of arcs. Yeah. Or at least no, three I, arcs. I, I definitely think you can. I definitely think you can. Um, this now, so I, yeah. I'm happy that I am able to say this is the best anime movie, but I'm also sorry, (sighs) but I'm also super sad because I'm like, holy crap, this is a hard standard to come up to. And am I going to just be let down by all of these other adaptations and their terrible storytelling? Only time will tell. You can find out. True. (laughs) True. True. I mean, and then again, we've talked about on other episodes, like sometimes there are good movies, yes. but they're not good adaptations. So that's like, we've talked about that with Speed Racer. And like, I feel like that's how I feel about some of our upcoming movies. Like yeah. I want to watch the Lupin the Third anime, uh, live action animated movie. Do I think it's going to be a good adaptation or do I think it's going to be a great movie? Yeah. <laughs> that's yet to be seen. I kind of am leaning towards a great movie yes. because I love heist movies and these characters. Yep. It's my problematic <laughs> fave. Um, but yeah. So. Oh, no. Sorry. We're I don't want to keep you up all night. But <laughs> was there anything else we wanted to talk about? Mm, I'm trying to make sure. No, I think that's it. Um, sweet. All right. Well, you guys can find me at LA underscore NEY underscore SHA underscore. Nope. That, not that last episode. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you, you get the gist. Just type in that. Um, and that's at Lanisha. Thank you, Fabian. Oh, hey, my myth here. I'm not going to spell it out for you because it is a crap ton of letters. We do. We always put it in the <laughs> yeah, show notes, anyways. At least I think we do. Um, yeah. So, and you can find us at D Y. H T underscore pod on Twitter. <laughs> I didn't have to write it out. Um, yeah, you can find us at Did You Have To on Twitter, and we're over there. We oh, yeah. share anime gifts all the time and talk about the movies, and we like to engage with you people. So yep, yeah, come let us come know. Have so yeah, um, we got to do a Dragon Ball Z yeah. exit. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. Damn it. Okay. 
Will, Kate. Do you want me to do it? Damn it. This is hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, will something better come next week or will the women be let down? Find, find out, out next time. <laughs> we always do that. Sorry. You go ahead. No, 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 no. You do the find out next time. Find out next time on Did You Have To. Bye. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>